0: Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to Synchronicity Web TV. I am your host, Nadia Shaw, and this is your moment of synchronicity. Well, I'm so excited to celebrate with you today. Ligia Miller. Now, you may not know her if you're only into like actual astrology channels, but my gosh, I love what she does and how she brings astrology into it. So Ligia has this really popular channel that is oriented towards law, because she is a lawyer. Now, those of you who watched me for a while may remember sometimes I tell the story about how when I was little and I was growing up, my parents, they constantly told me that I am going to be prime minister of Canada. And they had this vision, especially my dad. I was supposed to go to law school and become a human rights lawyer and parlay that into politics. And I started my undergrad in social justice, but you know, the soul has a will of its own. And I ended up switching to philosophy and then of course, graduate school with the Faculty of Religious Studies. But somewhere in me is always a law nerd. I'll tell you, I love Law and Order. Sometimes I need to listen to Law and Order just so I can fall asleep. And as soon as I discovered Leija, and how it is that she actually brings astrology into what she does, I knew I had to talk to her on camera. You're about to see how brilliant she is Ligia welcome thank you for being here
1: hi thank you so much for having me what a great introduction
0: well I think you're amazing you know and I love to celebrate people like that's really what I do here on my channel but let me ask you about how has it been like merging what you know and love about astrology with your practice within law and that field
1: yeah, so, you know, at first blush that you don't really mesh. <laughs> um, and I do get so in my videos, at least I'll mention if I'm talking about someone, I'll mention what their sign is, and then make some sort of sassy commentary about it. And I do get some pushback there. So people are like, if you're a lawyer, you shouldn't believe in astrology, or, you know, like, and usually I just ignore it. Um, in my legal practice. I have practiced um, family law and that's actually been very interesting because I, every time I'm like writing, filling out, drafting divorce papers, I'm looking at their signs and in my head being like, oh, he's an Aries. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like, you know, just like (laughs) commenting to myself on the compatibility based on what I will admit is a pretty cursory understanding of astrology so i'm certainly not that I, an expert here but it's certainly something that i'm i'm interested in and i think about so it's really been in that way that that it kind of has touched my legal practice and then in law school um, a lot of my friends and I bonded because there were a lot of Capricorns in law school. And it might just be that I'm drawn to other Capricorns. So it felt and I was in a Capricorn bubble. But I swear, like the month of January, it was just birthday party after birthday party. And um, so we talked a lot about astrology then as well. So it's kind of woven its way through my career.
0: And, you know, it's so interesting because the sign that normally is associated with law, especially as a philosophy and a principle, is Sagittarius. But mm. I know that law school, I mean, it is, you have to be an ambitious person <laughs> in order to, to do it. You have to have some sense of, you're gonna sacrifice now so that you can make this gain. And I think yes. there's also a perception that that lawyers are among, like doctors and lawyers, these are the most powerful people in society. They're, they're sort of that image out there. And so from that perspective it makes sense that that Capricorn is so widely represented within law.
1: Right. Yes. And yeah, it's definitely depending on uh how developed you are as a Capricorn, it can be good or it can be bad. The power seeking tendencies of a Capricorn um makes sense and it can and it can lend itself to good or, you know, Evil when that power is placed in the hands of a Capricorn that's maybe a little uh, prone to the power seeking feature.
0: I love it. And you know you <laughs> mentioned earlier your your sassy insights and how people comment on that. That's what made me fall in love with your content. It was the sassy <laughs> insights. I loved it so much and that you would bring that astrological lens into it. As much as you may have people saying in the comments, you know, what's up with the astrology? My hope is that at least this interview begins to shift things so that you get more people in your comments saying, thank God you're bringing the astrology into it because I was wondering the same thing. <laughs>
1: the nature of the beast on YouTube, as I'm sure you understand and uh, no, is that like, Leaning into who you authentically are is going to repel people, but it also attracts people more strongly to you. So that's why I've kind of leaned into it because I'm, I'm not like those other lawyers. You know, I'm a cool lawyer, so (laughs) we add astrology too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that you said that as well because uh, there is a business class I teach once a year with Kepler College, and that's it. I tell people like you have to have something honest that comes through in what you do, because that's what makes people love you. That's what makes people see themselves in you. And so just from that perspective of creating content or wanting to share something about what you love and who you are, uh, and it doesn't have to be all of who you are, right? Like I don't always walk around uh, on a, I mean, I would like to think I'm not, you know, on a sage stone uh, and, and and giving a, a speech. They call it Sunday service on my channel. I'd like to think <laughs> that I don't walk around in my life doing that every day. I have other parts of me. I have that part that goes to the club and enjoys the life in all kinds of ways. But it's so nice when something, and one part of me that is so close, that is so authentic is something that people relate to. It, it makes all of the journey of being a content creator that much more rewarding.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It, it can be a little isolating. And so knowing that you're attracting your people with your content is really uh, powerful to, yeah, yeah, like you said, make it more rewarding.
0: Yeah, because I know that, especially within astrology anyways, and people who like astrology, sometimes you can feel like a bit of an alien. Like you can Mm. feel like, okay, feeling out the situation, should I tell people that I'm into astrology or I am an astrologer? Yes. Uh, Yes. I imagine you have felt that way uh, within law.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Uh, Luckily in law school, I mean, you're kind of your most authentic self in law school because you're kind of, you're stripped of all your energy and ev- all of your attention. And so you're just like, just trying to survive. So it's, you're really bond with people and, and you are truly your authentic self uh, in law school. But then when I moved on, when I first started practicing, I was at a big private law firm. And that was certainly Um, I certainly didn't feel I could be authentically myself in that setting, um, which was a learning experience for me, but I did have one kind of ally who was also an associate with me who once I kind of sussed out like, okay, she's cool. Then I was like, what's your sign? Cause she's really meticulous and very, very into detail. And so I was like, "This, this has to be a Virgo. There's no way she's not a Virgo. She's a Leo, but with Virgo rising. And so then I, we started talking and that was kind of the moment when I was like, all right, we're friends now. Like this is an ally in this workplace.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. So you do know your chart is what you're saying. Yeah, if you know your more wise. or less. Okay. Yeah.
1: There's yes.
0: Okay. And so when you are like, let's say you're about to go into court, are you paying attention to the current aspects that are happening?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not quite that tuned in.
0: Well, you're tuned in within yourself. And, and that's yes. a lot, really. Okay, so Ligia and I plan to do something quite fun. I, I'm so excited about this, especially I think I'll be watching Law & Order from a whole other lens from <laughs> now on. <laughs> but we are going to go through the signs and talk about what they are like as lawyers. Like, what is their approach to practicing law? How do they actually, how can you tell your lawyer is whatever, whatever sign uh, that we're going to go through, all 12 signs. So how do you feel, Ligia, ready to jump in?
1: Yes, I am ready. I think I have, I can come in from the lawyer perspective and you can add more depth and nuance to the, the signs.
0: <laughs> of course, we're going to have a lot of fun doing this. Okay, so let's jump in. Let's start with the first sign of the Zodiac, Aries. All right, let's do it. Okay.
1: So Aries, the way I understand it, Aries people are very courageous and they're not afraid of a challenge. And so I think of like the bulldog lawyer, uh, someone who's hard headed, someone who's coming in and isn't afraid of a fight. And someone like that is great. Well, depending on the situation, but a lot of people look for that in a divorce attorney because they don't want to get taken advantage of. Um, i Have practiced divorce law, so I can say sometimes having a bulldog attorney can make things worse and add more conflict than you need in a divorce situation. But that's kind of what I pictured. um, Divorce, maybe tort law, so that's like personal injury type lawyer, someone who's you you want to be on your side, like really fighting for you. I think an Aries attorney would show up like that. Um, However, and and there's there's I looked up some some famous lawyers. Uh, With these signs, Thomas Jefferson, Aries. If you've seen Hamilton the Musical, it makes sense. (laughs) Um, But also Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman on the Supreme Court. So talk about courage.
0: Wow. Yeah. And Aries is a very pioneering sign. So that Mm. uh, certainly connects with Sandra Day O'Connor. I was remembering as you were talking about the exonerated five, you know, previously called. Uh, the Central Park five, and they were falsely accused and falsely convicted of a crime. And it was this huge media thing. And I remember watching interviews of these, you know, now grown men on the other side of that experience, that traumatic experience for them. And one of them was saying that, you know, our lawyers didn't believe we were innocent. Everybody Mm. thought we were guilty. And he says that there was this moment during the trial when his lawyer was looking at something and his lawyer, like said under his breath, he actually said out loud, oh my God, they didn't do it. And (laughs) and yeah, right. (laughs) Oh my God. And and he was like thinking like, yes, we didn't do that. Go fight. Now will you fight? Would you actually give it your all? And, you know, hopefully you have the kind of lawyer that is going to give it their all. And I would think mm-hmm. with Aries, there's also the competition aspect, like they want to mm-hmm. win. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Taurus, yeah. what are Taurus like practicing law? Taurus, okay. Um,
1: I'm a Capricorn sun. So the fellow earth signs, I feel like I, I have a kinship with. Um, Taurus, stubborn, down to earth, reliable, um, likes nice things. So I could see corporate law that pays well, um, and but also Kathleen Zellner, uh, the attorney in the final season of Making a Murderer, she's a Taurus, um, and so there's something like that stubbornness, that willingness to say I'm gonna find every speck of evidence that I can for my client. I think comes out in that that stubbornness of a Taurus. Um, Cory Booker is another. Taurus lawyer that I found as well.
0: That's interesting. I would imagine that if you have some sort of a, like a, a, a lawsuit, maybe you would call it class action lawsuit where, you know, you really have to be involved in a legal case over an extended period of time mm. with the potential there for this big payout. That sounds very much like what you're describing with a Taurus lawyer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Gemini. Now this, I, I mean, I can just envision Gemini. it now. Yes, the Gemini lawyers. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> yes. uh, let me just say, before you jump in, there is like, I love Lizzo. I think I heard you say in one of your videos that you love Lizzo as well. Mm-hmm. I think you made a video on her. Another I tourist. love her so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, she really got me through a breakup a couple of years ago, but I know lots <laughs> of people feel that way, right? I love her music. Mm-hmm. Anyways, her, my favorite song by her is called Soulmate. And the song starts off by saying, I used to be in love with a Gemini like a threesome with him every night. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I think of when I think of our Geminis. That's good. So that applied a lot. <laughs>
1: Well, yes, I, I know Geminis get a very bad rap um, and I do have a few negative things to say about a Gemini lawyer, but I will say uh, based on what I know about Geminis they're outgoing they're adaptable they're constantly curious I have a Gemini moon and it means that I am constantly like flitting from rabbit hole to rabbit hole, and I can't make a decision. Um, So that constant curiosity, I think, lends itself really well to law, because oftentimes, especially if you're doing litigation, you're on a case and you need to become a subject matter expert of whatever it is that you are talking about. And so you need to get into that rabbit hole, but then you're going to be on a different case and then you're going to have to become a subject matter, matter expert on that. So I think that adaptability is makes gemini a really strong attorney i think they would be great for criminal or business law because again you have to be able to jump down rabbit holes and become an expert in your client and the case um and you have to be able to think on your feet uh f lee bailey who is a renowned criminal defense attorney and one of oj's attorneys he was a gemini but i will say um a power hungry Gemini can get very carried away. I recently did a video on Alec Murda, the attorney who was just found guilty of murdering his uh, wife and son, Gemini, Rudy Giuliani, Gemini, Tom Girardi, the I think ex-husband now of Erica Jane, who is, you know, embezzled so many, so much money from his clients, Gemini. But also like. Benjamin Cardozo, who was a Supreme Court justice, there's a law school named after him. He was a prominent academic, also a Gemini. So they're not all bad. I think it just depends on the, the power hungriness <laughs> of the Gemini in question. Because like you were saying, being a lawyer comes with a lot of prestige and power. And if you are want to abuse that, it can, it can lead you astray very quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I would imagine that you can actually take... Um, An argument and you can really find a a way to express a particular argument that can be especially persuasive as a Mm. Gemini, like you could be Mm -hmm. adaptable enough to figure out what does this moment call for me to say, to argue, Mm -hmm. uh, to articulate and bring it forward so that adaptability of course in certain situations Really could pay off. It's the more uh, intellectually argument driven. And by argument, I mean the linguistics of it, the semantics of an argument. Air signs probably have that down. Um, Mm. So next up is cancer. Cancer, yes. Um, All right. So
1: some of, some of these signs I know more than others because I have a lot of them in my life. I don't have a ton of cancers in my life. Um, but from what I know about them, they're lawyer, loyal, nurturing, warm, and very passionate. Um, so I could see something like activist lawyering where you are working like at the ACLU or on a cause that you're really passionate about. Um, even family law, if you are, because you get so involved with the families of the people that you're working with. So having empathy, having passion about, about your client's case can really, um, lend itself well, but also with the, the loyalty piece coming in with like from an advisory position where you kind of hold your client's hand through things like I'm thinking estate planning, especially like that's something where you are working with a family for generations sometimes to help them with getting their wills and trusts and estates all in order. So that that loyalty piece and that caring, compassionate piece can really come into play There, um, famous cancer attorneys, Elizabeth Warren, Thurgood Marshall, um, Sonia Sotomayor, but also Clarence Thomas, who personally I'm not feeling very warm towards right now. So, you know, they're very loyal, but you want to be careful where your loyalties lie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking, you know, when somebody has a legal case going on, especially if it's criminal, That might just be one of the most vulnerable times of their lives. Mm -hmm. It must Mm -hmm. be so scary. Like, I I don't even want to imagine it because I I can't, as an Aquarius sun and a Sag Moon, I can't imagine anything worse than not being free. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, I've been sharing on my channel, um, it was back in February, I'd visited um, sort of Northern Africa, different regions there. And in one particular region, I had never seen how some women live. You know, it was mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. It was like a type of, it, it was, it, it was, uh, and I don't want to be disrespectful when I say this, but it really was like this separate, but not equal, not actually equal, where mm-hmm. everything was set up to remind women that they are less. So they're going to get less because they deserve less. And it was so shocking to me that I had, I literally cried every day for weeks and weeks after I left because it was Mm. so heartbreaking. And I, I couldn't imagine anything worse than just not having the freedom to really be yourself. But I can imagine, you know, actually confronting the thought of not being free, how vulnerable that would make anybody. You want somebody who may be nurturing who may actually Mm -hmm. really care about you. Maybe you want to feel that somebody really cares about you.
1: Mm -hmm. Especially in the public defender sphere where you are being assigned an attorney. I mean, there are attorneys who do amazing work in the public defender's offices across the country, and there are some that do really negligent work. And so- you have to come in with a certain amount of empathy and compassion for your client in that situation, because it's really easy the way that our criminal justice system is set up to just write off someone who hasn't even been convicted of a crime, but even just has been charged with a crime and is in facing trial. It's very easy to write them off, especially when you take race and other things into consideration. So having a defense attorney that isn't getting any money from you out of it that has been assigned to you, who has that level of compassion, I think would be really powerful.
0: Yeah, somebody who could feel like family. I do have a cancer Mm -hmm. rising though. So, so far you said you have a sun in Capricorn, a moon in Gemini. What's your rising sign? Leo. Leo, that's the confidence to be on camera, to be like, this is how it is. is (laughs) (laughs) Everyone look at me. I love yeah. it. The performance aspect. Um, yes. I love, I love Leo's. My dad is a Leo and people mm. often mistake me for a Leo, but really I just think it's my dad and his influence uh, and the way in which mm-hmm. he raised me, probably like a little lion. He still calls mm-hmm. me that sometimes. Okay, mm-hmm. let's move forward. Speaking of Leo, what about a Leo lawyer? I can just see it. Gucci suits, right? Yes. Oh yes. yeah.
1: I mean, the the confidence, Outgoing, chatty. I have a lot of Leos in my life. My mom is a Leo. Uh, one of my best friends in law school was a, is a Leo. Um, so I, when I think Leo, I think litigation of any kind. Just you, you need to be up in front of that court talking or public office of some sort, which a lot of lawyers go towards. Uh, Barack Obama, Leo. Bill Clinton, Leo. Robert Mueller, Leo. So that kind of willing to take a central and very visible role, um, I think would make, makes Leo's very strong in, in a courtroom setting or in a public uh, office.
0: Yeah, they really could. They naturally, I mean, Leo is the energy of charisma. And Mm -hmm. so uh, sometimes, especially if it's a jury trial, you know, sometimes a lot of it comes down to how much The jury likes your lawyer, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that does happen. And I think people are more inclined to like a Leo than perhaps other signs out there.
1: Absolutely. I mean, imagine if Barack Obama was the attorney arguing and you're sitting there in the jury box like that man can give a speech, whether you agree with his politics or not. He's very charming. And I think. Yes, that can that absolutely has an effect because as much as we want to think that a jury of our peers can be completely objective about their decision making, that's just not how humans work. And so it, it can be really influential on your case, whether or not you have a charismatic attorney.
0: And I know that even when there have been public figures that I don't agree with, including political figures, um, even if to me, they are not charismatic at all. When you take a step back, you have to at least acknowledge that, yeah, very often there is something in a person that draws them uh, to, that draws Leos, you know, has people coming towards the Leos. Um, And I think it's also about like Leo's know it, they love it, they thrive on it. And because of that, they can go through, like, I can't think of anything worse than um, running for president. Being president is one thing, but running for president, it looks absolutely brutal. I mean, you really have to be connected to something else, (laughs) right? In order to do that. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I've, People have people have commented, not because I'm not saying that they're right, but people have said like you should run for office, and I've been like absolutely not. Like yeah, I have a Leo Leo Rising, but like I, that sounds awful. That level of scrutiny, that level of scrutiny, really like everything you say, and that's why politicians are so weird and evasive every time they answer questions because everything they say is put under a microscope, and it's I couldn't I couldn't live like that.
0: Okay, next up, speaking of microscopes, Virgo. Mm-hmm.
1: Virgo is another sign that really lends itself well to being a lawyer. I mean, the perfectionism, the meticulousness, detail-oriented, those all are really important for the day-to-day practice of law. Um, and it's something that I honestly struggle with because I'm more of a, a future thinker, a big picture, a strategy type person, um, which can come into play when you're practicing law, but the day-to-day function of a lawyer is very in the weeds, in the details. So Virgos are really strong at that. Like I said, one of the women I worked with at my first uh, big law firm, she was a Virgo rising, but her Virgo was very strong. And so she was so meticulous and it was so impressive. And she did um, transactional IP law. So she helped file trademark applications, which you have to be meticulous with that because you file the application and then it's on public record. And if you want to change it, there's a process to that. So being meticulous with it at the first instance is really important. Um, And then I'm also thinking of like contract law, something where every single word in a contract matters because you could be in court five years from now arguing what a single word means. So you need to know while you're writing it that the words mean what you want them to mean. So that level of that perfectionism and that meticulousness can really come in handy there. Um, And then I think it would also lend itself well to judges being a judge because you really have to know your facts and know your details. Katanji Brown Jackson is a Virgo, Um, but also I I was actually surprised to learn that both Bernie Sanders and John McCain were Virgos or are Virgos, um, which I don't know that that is apparent to me at first blush. But I guess, you know, they were very like was John McCain was and Bernie Sanders is very successful in public office, having a very long career in it. So maybe public office for Virgos as well.
0: And Virgo is the sign of service. And, Mm. and, you know, both of them in their own ways have talked about how You know, they they have this higher principle that they're doing everything for. But a part of that includes thinking of other people, being of service to other people. And they, on the face of it, are on opposite sides of the political spectrum. And yet Mm -hmm. they both had their principles and have, in the case of Bernie Sanders, certainly is a very principled person. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently, there was a a trial with Alex Jones and... Mm -hmm. I I believe you covered that. Uh, Speaking of contracts, just to step one second back, because you mentioned contracts. You did a great video on why Bill Cosby's uh, case was overturned, like why he was Mm -hmm. let go. So people may want to watch that to really understand how a word in a contract can really matter. But yes, I was thinking about how these lawyers found like these needles in the haystack, right? They got mm-hmm. gigabytes and gigabytes of stuff and they found a way to find that one little thing, that one little receipt that ends up being a, a very important.
1: Yeah, and that is when you're building a case in litigation of any kind, so much of it is just sifting through documentation. I mean, law firms spend thousands and thousands of dollars just on their e-discovery software which is literally just the electronic place where they hold documents and then like trials get so expensive because you have to pay so many lawyers to sift through things and you really again that detail you have to look very closely at everything because like you said, it is like finding a needle in a haystack. You find one thing that maybe it's not a smoking gun, but it fits into the puzzle of the case that you're trying to build. And you found it out of, you know, a hundred thousand documents that you've been looking through.
0: Yeah, Virgos would be really good at the puzzle for sure. Mm-hmm. So let's step into Libra, our next air mm-hmm. sign, Libra, yeah.
1: Yeah, so for Libras, I think of balance, harmony, Fairness, justice, I mean, the scales literally are part of the sign. Um, so when I think of Libra, I think of someone who would do well in um, as a judge or in criminal law, someone who is passionate about justice. Johnny Cochran, another one of OJ's lawyers, was a Libra. Kamala Harris and her husband are both Libra lawyers, which I find interesting because I personally would never marry another lawyer, especially not another lawyer that has my same sun sign, but they seem to be doing well. Something about that harmony and fairness might work well for the pair of Libras. Um, Alvin Bragg as well, the New York attorney general who just indicted Trump, Libra. So talk about justice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is the sign of the scales finding that right balance in all things and how you approach all things. The other thing, Libra is the sign of models actually. <laughs> and I oh. think about Johnny Cochran, he really loved having a great outfit. Like that was yeah. something he was going for. Yeah. And it sounds like that presentation, uh, the grace with which you're moving through a given moment in the courtroom all of that would be part of how somebody would attempt to get the jury to see their side. Mm -hmm.
1: And I could see it also, you know, like in Kamala Harris's case, I could see it translating well to public office because again, everyone's always scrutinizing you.
0: Yeah. And you have a way of smiling and still being gracious under all of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. It's so interesting because we're talking about um, we started talking out about law, but with each sign, we've also been talking about what these people are like as politicians. And so mm-hmm. isn't it interesting that there's that overlap between law and politics? What, How do you understand that overlap?
1: Well, so much of being a lawmaker is knowing how to write laws and making sure that the laws are airtight uh, and say what you actually want them to say. Um, So being able to even just read a statute is a basic thing that you learn in law school that I think a lot of people otherwise don't know how to do, which is why I'm really passionate about my channel. And I will put the words of the statute on the screen and read them out loud and then explain what they mean, because what the statute says and what it actually means, unless you've been reading statutes for years, doesn't really make sense sometimes. So having that basis understanding of how laws are written and why and how they can be interpreted by courts through your legal education, I think makes for a strong lawmaker. That doesn't necessarily mean that to be a lawmaker, you must be a lawyer. And I think it's good that we have non-lawyers because as I've said, lawyers can sometimes be a bit power hungry and having (laughs) non-lawyers in Congress is also important or in our state legislatures. So, um, but having that understanding, I think lends itself well to being a lawmaker.
0: Speaking of power, Scorpio, right? They have a very powerful presence without a doubt. Yes.
1: Yes. They're very passionate. They're also not afraid of a fight. So when I think of Scorpios, I also think of activism, activist lawyers who are working at like the ACLU or something who, again, are very passionate. You have to, with that kind of work, you have to be really passionate and ready for a fight because- The courts take a really long time. Change takes a really long time. So you have to be willing to stick it out and fight it out and have have that passion last so you're not burning out because a lot of people who are doing more public interest law do burn out after not a very long time because it can be really thankless because it can take, you know, 40 years for something to finally come to fruition that you've been working on. Um, Also, though, criminal defense not afraid of a fight, very passionate. Like we were even talking about cancers, like having that, that passion in favor of your client, I think can lend itself well. Um, and I think a paid criminal defense attorney specifically because that, that kind of bulldog not being afraid to fight, being a little spicy. That's why I always call Scorpio spicy, um, lends itself well to criminal defense. Um, but also again, Public office, I mean, part of this is because I'm looking at famous lawyers and a lot of famous lawyers hold public office. So my my pool is skewed, but um, Biden, Scorpio, Hillary Clinton, also Scorpio. And that's also someone who's put up a lot of fights in her uh, career, so.
0: It's interesting with, uh, with Clinton because uh, she had a certain persona. I, I'm thinking about how, I don't know if I should put this in, but maybe I will she had this part of her that was so committed and so passionate, but then she had that other side of the Scorpio that could also be kind of, you know, like if you see what I really feel and what I really want, then you have power over me. Like that Mm. kind of thing that some Scorpios can get into. It can be hard to let people see how much you feel things, how much you care about things. Sagittarius. Now this is the sign that has to do with law and philosophy and politics and all of that. So how do you understand uh, lawyers who are Sages? So
1: yeah, again, Sagittarius, I don't have many people in my life who were, who are Sagittarians. Um, I understand them to be honest, direct, adventurous, optimistic, like Britney Spears, obviously, is not a lawyer, but that's a Sagittarian who is just when I think of a Sagittarius, I think of Britney Spears. <laughs> um, but I will say I in my I was doing some research and Sagittarius is the sign least likely to be a Supreme Court justice. They did a little percentile study, um, but I could also see Sagittarius doing really well in, in activism, um, because, again, they are that kind of optimistic personality that you really need to have when your activism is going to take 40 years to wind its way through the Supreme Court, um, uh, as well as public office, John Kerry, Stacey Abrams is a Sagittarius. And talk about optimism, the amount of optimism you have to have to you know, keep fighting for voting rights in Georgia right now and keep running for office and keep fighting the good fight. I mean, I think she kind of embodies that for me.
0: I love the mention of optimism because it. I could imagine fighting for the change you want, whether it's a client and you want to change their circumstances, or whether it's larger, it's political change, it can take a lot out of you. It really Mm -hmm. could. And so that optimism would be so important. But Sagittarius also has a part of it that really loves freedom too. And, mm. and has that sense of wanting to be true to themselves, whatever that might mean. And so it kind of makes sense because to become a judge with the Supreme Court, you have to have a certain measure of restraint, right? Yes. And Saj is like a party, you know, that <laughs> video being out there. They might think if I become, I know for me, uh, when my parents would tell me that I would be prime minister, I remember very young as a child thinking to myself, but if I'm prime minister, I can't wear what I want. That's Uh not going to be good. So I knew (laughs) even back then I was like, oh no, I don't think that's the way I'm going to (laughs) go. Okay. Now Capricorn, what you know so much about, let's uh, touch on Capricorn.
1: Yes. Yeah. Capricorn's my sun sign. Cap- A lot of my friends in law school were Capricorns. Um, methodical, practical, determined, very stubborn. Um, for me, that's translated into, I like practicing law where you can actually get stuff done. And what I mean by that is it's, it's practical and I, there will be an outcome. So when I originally started Law school, I thought maybe I wanted to do international law or environmental law, something that's a bit more big picture activism. But I took a couple classes and I got really turned off by them because in international law, you don't have any actual laws for the most part. You have just like treaties that don't really have any teeth in terms of punishment. If something, if a treaty is broken, it's more just you name and blame and we're all mad at that country, but there's nothing you can really do about it. And Working in international law is inherently, I think, a frustrating thing because if you are doing international law, it's probably because you want to change the world and the amount of efficacy you can have as an international lawyer is pretty small. And if that's what you're passionate about, great. That was something that I was like, I need something more practical, more tangible. So I'm, I feel like I'm actually helping individual people. Um, which is why I really enjoyed, uh, practicing divorce law because it is, it's so personal and I am actively getting results. Like the end result is they want to be divorced. Great. That is a a practical end result that I can get for a client. Um, so, so the, the law that, that feels effective where you're actually affecting change. Um, but like a Gemini, I will say a greedy Capricorn can also go too far. Specifically, I'm thinking of Nixon was a Capricorn. Um, But I think being a Capricorn lends itself well to being in academia um, and going for corporate law. Because again, Capricorns, much like Taurus, we really like nice things, we like money. So having that really stable corporate law job is attractive. That's why I went for it in the beginning. It also comes with a level of prestige. Like I made it to big law and therefore I have accomplished that. And Capricorns love a, a straight line to prestige and, and really like a, a solid path that has been trodden before, you know, and that's kind of why I went that way. But then I think my Leo rising and my Gemini moon kind of took over and now I'm doing all sorts of different things. But my initial gut reaction was to go for the tried and true big law approach. Um, Another famous Capricorn, Michelle Obama. So Capricorns and Leos well matched Michelle and Barack. But um, she, I believe, went the corporate law route and then went into academia or maybe it was maybe it was just Barack that was in academia. Anyway, she was in the corporate law route and making a ton more money than Barack was until he became president, basically, because she was, you know, this head honcho at this big law firm for a while. So she kind of embodies that Capricorn lawyer for me.
0: Let's jump into Aquarius.
1: Okay. Aquarius. So like I think you've already said, Aquarians don't like to be Uh, controlled or put in a box or held back. They're very analytical. They're very innovative. They're very philosophical. Um, So to me, that that would translate really well to being in academia, to researching, to going down these rabbit holes, to thinking in philosophical questions about why is law the way that it is, ethics around the law. Um, But also, like I was saying, international law is something that requires a lot of philosophical thought. There's not a lot of practical application day to day. You're, you're signing treaties, but like, what does this lar- more on a larger scale mean? Why do we have these laws? What can we write in this treaty that will further the long-term ethics goals that we have as like a world on a global scale? So I could see an Aquarius kind of having those big international law kind of global dreams and philosophies. Um Amal Clooney, George Clooney's wife, is a very prominent international attorney who I think fits that mold as well.
0: Yeah, it's the human rights part of it, right? So that seems to mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. I am remembering a show called The Good Fight. Maybe you've seen it. It's about lawyers, <laughs> the good fight. It was, oh my goodness, you gotta watch it. It's basically <laughs> it, it's basically um it it's um It was a spinoff of The Good Wife. So The Good Wife with Mm. Juliana Margulies. So this was the spinoff and it shows a in Chicago, a black law firm, and it's massively huge. And you've got all kinds of personalities of, you know, all different backgrounds and stuff and how they're negotiating it. It's great writing. So there you go. For those of you who love Law and order, (laughs) here's something else that maybe you'll love as well. There's this character and she's such a a scatterbrain, like uh, she's a lawyer and she comes in with her baby and she's telling someone to hold her baby and she's got papers flying everywhere. But then at the end of the episode, and she's done a few episodes, I don't remember her name of the character or the actress, but she used to be in True Blood. And I also have a passion for vampire stuff as well. (laughs) Law and vampire stuff. But she, um, to, at the end of the episode, you realize, oh my God, that was all part of it. That was part of the strategy was to seem Mm -hmm. like she's the scatterbrain, but actually she really understood how she was going to be actually helpful to as many people as possible.
1: Mm -hmm. I love it.
0: Yeah. When you see that character, shoot me a message and be like, Nadia, I saw the message. I saw this episode. You're so right. That is so Aquarius. So that'll be fun uh, to catch up with you once you get around to seeing that. And now we get to Pisces. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So Pisces, they see the world through rose colored glasses. They have really strong intuition, really strong empathy. My partner is a Pisces, so I feel well acquainted with the Pisces and I see it translating really well as into activist lawyering again, ACLU, something you're really passionate about, something where you want to help people in a way that's that's bigger than yourself very selfless is another trait that I see in Pisces. Um, I could also see being a family attorney um, because there's divorce, but then there's even like issues of custody and that kind of thing takes a lot of empathy. Um, Though I would say for a Pisces it might take too much empathy. Like it could take too much out of you to be working because, because custody cases especially can be pretty heart wrenching. Um, Interestingly, George Washington, James Madison, and Andrew Jackson were all Pisces. So Founding Fathers vibes from Pisces, Um, but so were uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Antonin Scalia, who did sit on very opposite sides of the political spectrum, but were widely known to be like best friends on the Supreme Court. Um, And in fact, the largest number of Supreme Court justices
0: have been Pisces at 14%. That makes so much sense because Pisces can be so humanitarian, so giving. But yeah, as you started talking about Pisces, I was thinking, practice self-care because the empathy Mm -hmm. can be so much. It can be so large that uh, water signs in general really can pour themselves into what matters to them. But how fascinating that through that pathway of compassion, humanitarianism, thinking they were doing something that contributed to that, we end up with Supreme Court justices who are, by and large, like when you look at all the Supreme Court justices that there ever were Pisces more than anything. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. Ligia, yeah. I adore you. I love your content. <laughs> I think you're so brilliant. And I'm so grateful for this moment with you. You guys, I will be sure to link Ligia's uh, channel below. Please go subscribe to her channel. Uh, you will be endlessly entertained. She has so much content on there, cases from the past and the way the past and then the current stuff she also does. And she's so badass. Like, that's what I really like about you. You just radiate this badassness. Yeah. My sister-in-law, <laughs> her name is Jen. She, uh, she, you remind me of her, that same badass owning your power energy. And so more power to you. I look forward to seeing what you continue to do on YouTube and beyond, Ligia.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. This was so much fun.
0: And thank you, everybody out there for watching. Until we connect again, take care. Bye.